fantasy football draft earlier, uh, or, or I guess not earlier, last Saturday. All-time was... guys being dudes moment of fantasy football draft with grilled meats. It was just a delightful hang. Toilet was kind enough to grill us some burgers, chilled out, drank Miller Lights, Bears preseason was on. Hell yeah. NASCAR and there were about eight separate crashes in the NASCAR event that we watched. So that was kind of cool. I think they finished the race with like three cars. Toilet, I have a question for you. How many cigarettes did you have to smoke after watching that Justin Fields roll out throw on a dart? Um, all I got to say is, <clears throat> fellas, get on your horse, Dead, because the Bears are <laughs> off and running week one. Let's just say that. Yes, I can't wait for somebody to uh, really overrate Jesper Horstead only to find out I, that he's going to get one tackle in special teams. I, I, mean, I mean, I think if you were to tier your tight ends, you go Travis Kelsey, Darren mm-hmm. Waller. Sure. Kittle. Darren Kittle, Waller Bridge. Jesper Horstead. He's the classic. How, yeah. Every stepdad in Chicago is saying, oh, well, this guy, you know, we're going to give him, the, he's going to get cut, and then he's going to get picked up by some bastard on the Patriots, and then he's going to score on us. You just wait and see there. <laughs> the Patriots. The, the the Patriots. That was not, that was your worst Chicago accent ever. Well, it's not the, it's definitely the not the Patriots. Patri- it's, de- it's definitely Patriots. not that. It is not that. <laughs> P-A-E, like, not like Ted Mosby, the Patriots. Patriots. It would be like someone calling the Pats the Pates. You just sound like Coach Z from Homestar Runner. <laughs> oh, fucking shout out Coach Z. Hell yeah. Is a pro Homestar Runner podcast. He's going to join the ports and play tight end for him. <laughs> By the way, I saw, I, I saw somebody tweet out that uh, the first Homestar Runner email is like 20 years old. Oh, yeah. I can believe it, dude. We were in like, what, sixth grade? Mitchell Trubisky is strong, sad. Andy Dalton is about to be strong, mad, because Justin Fields is strong and bad. Bad. Yeah, there we go. Welcome to the Worst Podcast, where we remember Homestar Runner and all Flash animations from around the internet in 2001. My name is Luke. I'm Albino Black Sheep, Zach. My name is Toilet, and if you're not interested in uh, a break, Toilet is pom-pom. Toilet's (laughs) pom-pom. No, I'm Marzipan. I'm Marzipan. You're the Um, girl. (laughs) And if you're not interested in an in-detail breakdown of the Chicago Bears depth chart and cuts, skip to minute 65. (laughs) (laughs) Five minutes after we end this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Any thoughts from the game, Zach? Your Titan Ups were, uh, were our opponent this week. Any thoughts? Well, they made a big deal. I had to watch the home broadcast. They made a big deal about this, uh, like, assistant coach who got who got to coach, but that's because like seventeen people have COVID on the uh, uh, nice. on the Titans. That was the hot story. The spirit of yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, the spirit of Tennessee. Not Finally, asking. the Titans feel like a hometown team. <laughs> Any zoom ins on Julio Jones? Any? How's he looking in shorts? I don't think he was uh, asked to come to the game because I believe they're trying to keep him in bubble wrap. Wow. So step one is you don't even suit up. You just wear your jersey and, and joggers. And step two is like literally don't even get hurt driving to the stadium. I, I, the, the, like last week, I think the last game, the Raiders had 30 guys who just didn't even go to the game. They just, that's they, not they just a, didn't even go. 
not a glowing endorsement of the Nissan Rogue. Shout out Nissan Rogue. If you want to Dude, sponsor the Titans and I the would, pod, let us know. I would love I would love for Nissan to sponsor this pod because I have a Nissan Rogue and I very much enjoy my Nissan Rogue and I like the new Nissan Rogue and I very much enjoy the new Nissan Rogue and I would also like a new Pathfinder too. As somebody who mm. as somebody who is a longtime Pathfinder driver. As someone who loves adventure, I do. You can can get a ten-year lease on a Nissan, or wait, no, a ten-year like car auto loan on a Nissan. Did you know that? Pay like what, like two point nine percent APR or something? Like you're underwater within three months, but they'll just like (laughs) give you a car. Zach needs the off-roading capabilities. You need the off-road capabilities of a Pathfinder for all those outlots you're parking in for the NASCAR events. Exactly. I mean, got to park really far away. I mean, I also (laughs) I I do like the 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 Rogue because I can fit into smaller spots with that car, and then I can also get to the front of the line as well by driving in between the massive Ford 750s or whatever, like 1480s that are. But as a as a side benefit, you know, if your uh, side piece, your mistress is demanding you to buy her a car for your silence, get her a Nissan Altima. It costs you like sixty bucks a month. You get an extended uh, lease agreement over ten years. <laughs> actually, you get a thirty year mortgage on your car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> by then, it's bound to be a valuable asset in your portfolio because by then it'll be an antique. Get the um, sweet plates on it. Take it to car shows. What is kind of cool about Nissan Stadium, though, is every entrance is a different car. So, oh, like, sick. they have, like, a different model of car sort of, like, precariously suspended above the entrance. So, like, like you may be, like, instead of having to go through, like, Gate 4 or something, it would be, like, you go through Gate Rogue or Gate Titan. I'm sure that makes it really easy to find when you're walking around the stadium for the sixth time trying to find the pathfinder entrance yeah yeah when you've had when you've ripped like six shots on broadway and barely crawled across the bridge that gets you from like that gets you over the cumberland and onto and onto the nissan stadium property is the nissan titan a real vehicle yeah it's the pickup truck is it was it in collaboration with the team like you can only get it in team colors or with a giant steve mcnair r.i.p steve mcnair oh by the way fun fun fact nicknamed cinnabon look it up why reason for that Uh, i believe he was uh he he was uh well endowed in a certain area and had to his butt bunch bunch (laughs) it up and so it looked like a cinnabon his butthole was round and sticky and warm his 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 penis would have to be like shoved together and it looked like a cinnabon I this this is an alarming visual because I, did it coil up like a snake? Fellas, don't you coiled up to look like a cinnabon? Yeah, don't you hate it when your when your penis is too big and it looks like a and it looks like a pastry? <laughs> I like, can totally relate to that. So, so there, there and there's a the, rumor that the when long was... john, the elephant <laughs> ear, the bear claw, the anything besides the Cinnabon. I'm the apple, like fr- the the apple wor- fritter. Yeah. The bear claw would be a good one, especially if it's referencing your, your member. The the Eclair is probably even better than that. Oh, like- Eclair McNair. Boom. We did oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> we did it. And, and guess what an Eclair is filled with? Oh. Oh. All right. Custard. Oh. R.I.P. <laughs> 
All right. R.I.P. The rumor was. No, what, wait, wait, wait. What do you think was, I was going with that? No, what, we were, we were what, just trying to derail you on purpose. <laughs> it's filled with blood. <laughs> um, Zach, you sent in the chat right before we hopped on here about Bishop Sycamore, which I had heard nothing about. And I just did a quick 15 minute rabbit hole of reading. And I am more confused than when I started Googling this. Uh, I would love to start there this week. Can you yeah, give you guys, us? You guys want to talk thoughts? about Bishop Bishop Sycamore? Yes. So, okay. So this past weekend, um, in in an attempt to gin up excitement for the football season, ESPN has decided to instead of doing you know week zero, they're going to do week like negative one in in broadcast uh, high school football games. So Shout on Sunday, by, by the way, I'm going to preface this by like this is all like this is all probably going to be a Netflix doc in like four months. So we're going to circle back when we do episode 62 and we're going to do a review of this Netflix doc because it's, because it's kind of like, it, it's kind of like, um, welcome like to a- outside the lines. My name is Bob Lee <laughs> this week, a tale of corruption in Ohio. It's like a fire. Zach has the like, story. It's like Firefest. But almost like even more absurd because it's kind of like, how did this get by? Like, like the Firefest thing was like it just kind of preyed on the on mm. the well, it it you you got people. You're gonna to see how enough, this got, you got by. Like, you got pull. You got enough of a fraud, and you got like enough people to be like excited about Instagram posts and shit, like fake marketing. This was just like, how did this get by ESPN people? How did how did this get by? I think it was pretty much pure malice. But go ahead, Zach. Okay, okay, toilet. So this is so this is what happened. So on Sunday, um, you heard of IMG, which is like that oh, sports yeah. academy in Dude, Florida. Oh, there are ads for it in the elevators at my office. You know, like the little TV screen that they have in some of those elevators. Oh, like, nice. So of like, the Premier Academy for student athletes in every sport. Spend cool. sixty thousand dollars so your dipshit kid can play lacrosse in <laughs> Bradenton, Florida. I was gonna ask you which of your like SVPs is sending their shithead kid there to go play like badminton or something. Seriously, it's the folks at Malman Law Injury Attorneys probably like send all of their kids to this stupid school so they can get pulverized by like the actual basketball players they recruit from like Las Vegas to play there. So, so a little bit, a little backstory too, that I didn't know on IMG. Um, <clears throat> IMG is owned by an entertainment group. Did yeah. you know that? It's yeah, like a school that's owned by an entertainment group. So like, we're going to, we're just going to, we're just going to throw this out at the beginning that like IMG probably as a school shouldn't be, you know, the ones throwing the accredited stones at other at other schools so so we're just we're just gonna start we're just gonna start we're gonna start there but they've largely been silent on this issue because apparently they they really didn't have a choice they didn't choose who they wanted to play it was kind of i I got a scott boris memorial high school (laughs) (laughs) okay so this is a um bishop sycamore holds themselves out as a school that is football focused. So it's kind of sports focused like IMG. And we like that. We like football focused here. We ain't come to play school. The problem is, is they kind of, they kind of have gone way too light on the school aspect to the point where they have 
they really have no uh, accreditation with the Ohio Department of Education. I believe there is a story in here where Bishop Sycamore, um, their head coach, gave uh, what amounted to what basically amounted to like a, like a like a like a doctor's a camp, note a campaign that donation said, yeah that said that said we we are a school although uh little did little did we know that they are a non-tax non-charter school and you only get that designation in ohio if you are like if you if your organization is uh truly held religious beliefs and like, so it's literally a uh, law in place because there are Amish people in Ohio. Yes. Yeah. And so the coach said, this is a great all time spin zone coach Johnson, by the way. Um, he said, when we talk about speaking with one voice, we talk about the tower of Babel. So that, that um, does not that, make sense that, at all. That's uh, some somewhat biblical, somewhat new Testament. I guess you could, you could, you could maybe draw a line well, to Christianity, maybe draw a line to Judaism. I don't know. The Tower of Babel is Old Testament, and the Tower of Babel, I think, specifically is about speaking in multiple voices and multiple tongues to the point where God gets angry at you and destroys your cool tower. So maybe not the best in terms of their religiosity, but who am I to say? Um, so that's a, that's a little back, a little backstory. So Bishop Sycamore played IMG on uh, Sunday, this past Sunday at uh, Canton where you were just recently let's go and uh they lost by a uh a close score of 58 to nothing uh i mean that's probably not as bad as it could have been considering the team that they fielded against what There's... is ostensibly like a 100 percent d1 d1 double a roster there is an amazing clip going around of the Bishop Sycamore uh, quarterback doing like a short pooch punt, but he did it on like his own seven yard line. So he, <laughs> he kicked it right into the defender that was coming in for the sack. And it was just like immediately <laughs> shot back out of the end zone for a safety. Hey, it was, he, uh, incredi- he, it was an incredible moment. He probably saved like, five points by doing that. I mean, uh, like, Hey, analytics spin, spin zone, spin zone. That type of play, that's Big Ten football, baby. Absolutely. He's got he's got himself he's got himself a scholarship to Nebraska for sure. I mean, if you think that like a player is going to absolutely strip fumble you because the golfing class is so big and that would lead to a touchdown, wouldn't it be better to just turn around and kick it out of the back of the end zone for the safety? There Don't hate go. that. It's playing the numbers game. <laughs> um okay, so uh going going on a group called paragon a marketing group out of chicago so we should have known that a grift was up when 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 a marketing group out of uh an environment ripe with fraudsters in chicago was put it was putting on a uh was put was uh was playing matchmaker in the in this uh event and so the uh the um the person at uh who is in charge of scheduling this i believe his name is joe joe mamone and uh joe mamone is a vp of sales at billboard who in his free time runs gridiron logistics uh, prep gridiron logistics it's for the love of the game and it's definitely not um to profit off the backs of unpaid high school labor for sure this it's is... for the love of the game it is for the love of the game luke for the love of the game do not 
for one second question our sweet prince joe mamone well i i think that's that's sort of where i was getting to when like how was this allowed to happen and that's because like everybody is making money bishop sycamore i think plays the hardest schedule out of anyone in high school football oh um yes because uh bishop sycamore uh just started their football program last year and they were zero and six and uh they have been outscored as a program not just in uh, uh not just in a year but as a program they've been outscored 342 to 49 since inception and and this is who they're scheduled to play next duncanville which is a high school in texas they produced eight nfl players saint edward in ohio another high school that's produced about eight NFL players. And then lastly, they were going to wrap up the season with DeMatha, which is like the powerhouse Catholic school in Maryland. And they have produced uh, 28 NFL players, including Brian Westbrook, Cameron Wake, uh, Jawan Bentley, and uh, Chase Young. If you've ever and heard Victor of Oladipo. And Victor Oladipo. And I, yeah, they have like a, a very storied basketball program at DeMatha. Shit, might as well send them down to the Midlands in Texas. How about they like start like playing in the Broward County League? Yeah, set, set, yeah, send them down to uh, Miami. So like we talked, I, I think a couple of weeks ago about the college version of this, where like teams from lower conferences will go in and take their lumps for a big payday, but they end up having a conference schedule, right? Like teams from the MEAC end up playing a bunch of teams from the MEAC. Yeah, they're not just sure. like going around the big 10, like a traveling circus and getting punished by one big 10 team every week. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the globe trotters V Washington generals 15 times. A season, <laughs> this is like okay? if the generals were the traveling team, <laughs> just getting torched by NBA teams, <laughs> except the generals were a group of make a wish kids getting decapitated by oh, NFL caliber talent. Could you imagine if like every NBA team just had the generals at some point? So like when the, the, the magic invariably go on their like 17 game losing streak, they're like, well, they get to pull themselves out because they get to play the Washington generals tonight. And Hey, Hey, you know what? Like if you're going to make a fake football school so that you can rake in advertising dollars with your fake schedule, playing these powerhouse programs that will give you cash to come in and be a notch in the wind column. Like, I get it, but Zach, as I'm sure you'll get to later, like, the football part of this isn't particularly good either. They, they couldn't even field a team. Well, yeah, did you know they, <laughs> they played a game two nights earlier on Friday? What? Yeah, they played a game two nights earlier on Friday, and then the coach, when asked about it, he said... Well, the guys who played in both games, they actually played a little bit in the second game. So we're good. We're good. We're good, guys. We're good. We don't have to worry about player safety here at all. You know, we don't have to worry about recovery periods or anything like that. They only played a little bit. Okay. And how many players are on the team? So they said they said they have a. He said he has a a stable of like seventy five guys at the school. It's definitely not that. Like the the roster that they put together had so many holes in it that like the the espn producers even doing a basic google search or like arrivals or max prep search like they couldn't find anybody listed on this and then and then toilet this is this is where it's going to really hurt your feelings the guys when they were playing their jersey numbers 
weren't actually matching up to the actual players. I feel like that's torture for you as a Jersey connoisseur. You, 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 you would, as a Jersey number connoisseur and Charlotte or uh, yeah, Charlatan of, uh, Jer- of Jersey numbers. I think you would probably be uh, upset if somebody did that to you. I have so many thoughts in reaction to everything we've heard so far. Um, my first one is, Guys, I think we need to start a school. <laughs> it seems pretty easy. Just, and... just a school for guys to be dudes and play football. Perfect. Like that's all we care about are like eight Friday nights a year. And then like the rest of the school year is just like like I don't know, just doing uh just doing film. squats. Yeah, the squats and film session. <laughs> Like I have my own personal thoughts about charter schools, private schools in general, and I understand why they exist, but I fundamentally, uh, oh, what about, what about, what about non-charter and non-tax schools? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> like a for-profit. So I basically, I went in on IMG Academy and I'm like, okay, how does the school exist? What is the function of it? Whatever. Basically, it is a bougie-ass boarding school. You rake in buku bucks. You basically have to own a hotel. You offer, like, absolute dog shit classes here via Zoom. Kids have to go to school from basically, like, 8 until noon, and then they could just lift and play football all afternoon, and that all counts as credit towards graduation. I'd say, I think, did Tiger Woods go there for golf? I think he did. It's basically, like... It's marketed there's like as... a bazillion famous alumni. Like, I think they... it's a big te- it's a big tennis school. That's like where like the the crazy ass tennis stories come from. And that's where but, like, like every U.S. soccer player has come out of too. It's like, hey, we're gonna get you the bare minimum graduation requirements, <laughs> but actually just focus on hitting the squat rack, so that when you get to college, you're gonna be heads and shoulders above everyone else because you haven't been wasting time in fucking theater class. You're not wasting time learning things like math or yeah. geography Bullshit. or like any critical thinking skills. You nope. listen to a coach. They tell you what to do. You fucking do it. If the football play has numbers in it, that technically counts as a math class. That That's true. Run a nine route. Boom. Credit. R- route trees count as geometry. Credit. Credit squat rack oh you added all the the weights up boom math class you cleaned the the weight rack boom volunteer hours volunteer <laughs> hours <laughs> uh, like this is such a complete fucking uh, joke oh uh, you could convert your weight from uh from pounds to uh kilograms there you are honors program I, I, I might have misread this and I don't have the article pulled up, but when I was looking at it earlier, I think it said that in the game against IMG, Bishop Sycamore only put 15 different people out on the field for the entire game. So that's what I'm wondering. Are Were those all high school aged human beings? Were some of them like high school graduates? I am 13. That's- that that's where like a lot of the a lot of the memes lately have been showing like the guys who were playing there with like their helmets off and stuff and people are like damn he's old enough to rent a car (laughs) yeah it's it's funny that that... ray rice lining up in the backfield Uh oh (laughs) oh i do i do uh no it's uh oh gosh who is the guy who said he's gonna be the hall of fame uh trent richardson there we go hall of fame 
There we it go. was the it was the AAFAF uh, Bishop As Sycamore, fun. except the A an AAF team could beat IMG for sure. I think that this is just like a punching bag that everybody is taking a cut off of, and oh. well, like, the guys are getting like a free hotel, like a hot meal and like a hotel room for the night. Dude, they're probably it's probably just like basically going off to college right like a couple yeah, years early going exactly. to img and like um, i'm not talking about img i'm talking about uh, bishop sycamore <laughs> well img is uh, not pulling people uh, off the street and giving them three squares uh, of bed that is like the sons and daughters of very very rich people and then occasionally like a big time like well, obvious athlete who gets a scholarship because it bishop, costs sixty thousand dollars a semester to go bishop there. sycamore bishop sycamore tried to build a partnership with like a local columbus ohio group and uh that went south real fast within a year they didn't even get the a memorandum of understanding signed, which is like not even really like a contract or anything. It's just kind of like an agreement to like make a contract down the line. Like they they couldn't even get that signed before this youth build Columbus was like, this is all fraudulent activity from Bishop Sycamore. Um, they were like with with it before like within a month the youth build Ohio, youth build columbus received a bill for like six grand for uniforms and equipment for bishop Sweet. sycamore they've got top of the line shit what can i say <laughs> really, i feel like that's kind of a low amount of money to put out for a football team though is it or is that is that high-end gear yeah i um i think if you have some equipment or if you told the fellas they had to bring their own equipment it's hard to say but yeah outfitting a football team has got to be one of the most expensive that's events. assuming that they're outfitting a full high school size football team. <laughs> with with with, Re- with revolution helmets and everything like that yeah with with, with with helmets in general and, everything. <laughs> and, and they're and they're paying they're also paying the uh Oh, uh, who are they? They're paying like the uh, what's what team would they pay? Like the San Diego Chargers to like license out their. I mean the L.A. Chargers to license out their logo or something. I yeah, mean, with the, with the performance of this team, these guys might be swapping shoes on the sideline as they check in and out of the game. <laughs> like, I, I so I'm on Paragra, Param, Paragon Marketing's website, ParagonMarketing.biz, <laughs> and uh, yeah, because they're a business. Here's what the website says. Uh, When you first go to it, it opens up on a clip of Peyton Manning, which I think is kind of interesting. So another... Please uh, tell me he's like a silent partner through one of his trusts. Another brilliant Peyton Manning venture. We are passionately committed to excellence in everything we do and with everyone we engage. Omni-engagement. It's custom and differentiated platforms to completely surround the consumer unparalleled partnerships, working together with clients, leagues, teams, and properties, flawless execution, create and execute impactful events, insights and measurement, leverage proprietary analytics and measurement tools. Like I work in marketing. I can tell that all this is like fucking bullshit. Omni, just putting Omni in front of things. Does it make, does it make you like that much more important? Or that much more all encompassing. I don't know. This website's pretty sweet, though. There's a lot of like things flipping and like. Oh, cool Zenny. Let's go. ESPN Showcase. 
Chipotle partnership. Yeah, it seems like Zenny. they're making a lot of money on high school sports, and that mm. seems like a really cool business to be in. Mm, real fun. I mean, if we if uh, if college athletes need to get paid now, like where's the next uh, source of unpaid labor? A, well, if, you coaches need the bag, okay? Like, what do you expect? They're just going to volunteer their time for oh, the betterment of kids in their community? Well, I was just joking about these Paragon marketing guys. Like, they kind of, they help put, like, they, they do, like, this is, like, their gig is that they help um, put, like, high school matchups on ESPN. So, like, they'll do it for basketball, too. Um, and I guess they pro- probably start doing it for soccer, but definitely football as well. But, like, I don't know. It just kind of, like, sounds <laughs> It's gonna be really bad. It just kind of sounds like a bunch of like, like AAU coaches in like jumpsuits who just need extra money between tournaments. Absolutely, that, like that is this like on. exactly what's going on here. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if oh my Paragon... gosh, they have a phone number. Can we call them? No, let's let's not call them. <laughs> can I can I call? Can I can I make an outside call on the Zoom? We can call them and say if they'd like to give a hat. I'll <laughs> trade my team issued one for a Paragon hat and wear it on the sideline for the rest of the year if they come sponsor the pod. You know, I'm I'm more into like partial engagement, but omni engagement just kind of sounds like too much for me, guys. Sounds like a lot of a commitment. Mm, and their analytics more of it, we're more of a numbers podcast, so uh, I don't I don't think we could do that. They just facilitate brand partnerships with athletes and sports leagues, which is like not exactly a unique value proposition. But I, I think like their specific involvement in high school athletics is what makes it incredibly sus. Hey, it just makes it a uh, uh, little uh, slimy. Can I transition us to another um, advertisement themed topic? Yeah, sure. we can. We can. We can get. We can get off. We can get off of this. But Bishop Sycamore. Um, we will, I mean, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll shill for Bishop Sycamore if they want to sponsor the pod. We'll, we'll wear, we'll wear gear. There's a, a couple of colleges that are like this too, that where it's like a traveling road show of them getting beat down 90 to nothing. I forget. I want to say one is Liberty University. It's not Liberty University hey. though. It's, it's something like Liberty University, <laughs> just like a, a, random good sounding word and then university <laughs> what like southern methodist before they Whoa. got the death penalty wow or no. after they got the death penalty no it's like uh tarragon university i, I don't know <laughs> maryland terrapins iu football until about three years ago Whoa. hey hey we we brought those teams in okay <laughs> South Carolina State University, we whooped their ass in 2013. Son. All right. Here is uh, the impetus for this segment. Toilet is at the pump. And uh, the toilet's like, oh. 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 (laughs) Uh, The gas pump. And I hear someone say, hey. And I like turn around, like, what is going on? And then I noticed that it's the dipshit advertisement on the TV screen that's right next to the gas pump now. Mm-hmm. So returning to our gas ways to spice up the the gas station experience, uh, they basically like you you literally can't go anywhere. Like you could go inside and like I guess buy some food or something that you don't really want, but you kind of just have to sit there and take the advertisement while you're filling up the tank. And that's what made me think. We should pump advertisements into all the other times when people actually have to be somewhere. Like, Mm -hmm. why aren't there advertisements over the loudspeaker at Mariano's while I'm shopping for groceries? There are. There are? Yeah. 
You're just not paying attention. Oh, okay. Like all time advertisement. I know that's like a, an actual hellscape that I don't really want to live in, <laughs> but like all those places that people actually have to go, like let's just jam some ads in there. Like let's let's sponsor the pod. Let's get Let's get some pod advertisements. How about the morning announcements at school? You've got a, bu- a captive audience of yep. future consumers yep. who are ready to buy M&Ms in the cafeteria yeah. if you were to prompt them. Like instead of the you know the Pledge of Allegiance and then we give like a 15-second a plug, like how much money is the school going to make every day when they plug different corporate uh, items, you know? Pledge of Allegiance is brought to you by Sodexo. Yeah. <laughs> the school lunch, it's not that bad. Today's Pledge of Allegiance is brought to you by Under Armour. Click, clack. I mean, I think we must protect. I, we're, we're protecting this house. <laughs> Today's yeah, just, Pledge of Allegiance I, is brought to you by Beretta Firearms. Beretta, oh, keeping it. <laughs> Totally. I um I, I like that. I like the uh the the gas station TV. One of my favorite cousin Sal bits he used to do was like he'd come up with a, a different like uh, a different show based off of like a football player every couple of weeks and he'd say it was playing on gas station TV. Yeah, boom. Boom. You have a captive audience right there. <laughs> captive audience right there. What what would be what would be yeah, what would be another captive audience? Like uh people in church. Come on. I actually that's actually that's actually the first thing I thought of like you know the like 2 minutes before church starts you're sitting in the pews. Boom. Boom. We pay a little unrelated business tax on the uh on the uh advertising. Have you considered giving your tithe today? Tithing nearly guarantees your entrance into heaven. For a mere 10% of your salary, you too can find yourself in the warm embrace of God. Yikes. I feel like we should create a we should create a a, a, a company that uh, that just puts tithes in with other churches and then you just take a you just take a hungry take after a church. Right there. Come join us at Chick Fil A. They don't like us for what we believe. <laughs> you couldn't go there after church because it's not closed. It's not open on Sunday. Uh, it's for Seventh Day Adventists. Uh, on, okay, on perfect. Saturday. Perfect. And Pentecostals. Well, my other related grocery store captive audience thought was, um, I'd like to get your thoughts first on the talkative cashier when you're checking out the grocery store. Zach, you go first. What do you think about the the chatty cashier? So I had on? I had one this past weekend, and I put I have a topic on here about Costco's on Sundays, but this mm. is actually tangentially related to that. So, uh, going off of uh, Luke touching on an episode we talked about earlier when people get chicken amnesia i feel like people get get uh get grocery store amnesia so like we just got a uh, trader joe's yeah in our town and sure. like dude it was it was like the most packed fucking trader joe's i've ever seen in my life but the the cashier was like incredibly chatty with us and like yeah. katie had made like a had mentioned like oh we couldn't find x or y and he was like oh next time tell us i'll ring the bell i'll have someone go look in the back for you and do all this and we're like you know we have some costco chicken in the back of the trunk and it's like 98 degrees we got to get going can you just like ring us up they're trained to uh flirt with you it's like in their like handbook on how to be a cashier i mean they're all i mean they're all attractive like all the cashiers (laughs) there they're hot 
It's a hot grocery store. I could never get a job there. I mean, maybe I'd be fit for like the Kroger or the Whole Foods, but never a Trader Joe's sponsor the pod Trader Joe's. Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like I get it at Starbucks where it's like, Oh, you're like getting your coffee. Like we have to, we obviously have to go make it. It's not going to be instantaneous thing. When I'm like checking out my groceries, I'm like, it's all right here. Like, that's why I love all the Aldi's. Cause I'm like, the faster you do this, the happier I'm going to be. So please like, do not make eye contact, go as fast as you possibly can. Like, don't even utter a single word. Don't even tell me what the total is. Don't, like, don't talk that. to me, wage worker. I, I have select my selection. Always go. It doesn't matter how full my how full my cart is. I will go to self checkout because of that. Oh my god, you psycho! Yeah, that's. I, I'll, I will do. Thing. I'll do like. I'll do. I'll do an entire full cart at self checkout. You'll type in banana, and then you'll type in avocado, and then you'll type in tomato, and then you'll type in. Carrot, kill <laughs> it. Oh, that's how they. Oh, toilet. By the way, um, I found out that one of my coworkers' fiancés works for Aldi. Oh, we got fuck in. Yeah. We got yes. in. Yes. See if we get a sponsor for the pod. Very Joe's. Joe's. See, you get different experiences. If you just want to sit out, you go to Aldi. If you want to hear Cashier's story, <laughs> if you want to be checked out wanna, by you, a smoking wanna, hot six three. <laughs> Barrel-chested cashier, just loving every word that you're saying, hanging on to it, giving you those sultry eyes, Trader Joe's. That's got to be for old people, right? Like old people where it's like, oh, the only thing I'm doing today is going to the grocery store. That's where I'm going to have my conversation. It's for miserable single people who are the only people who can afford to shop at Trader Joe's because the portion sizes are like an ounce and they're all frozen meals. Uh, burn it is, again. they are all frozen meals dude like that's like that's like the whole like fucking layout of ours it's like right down the middle you it's like all the frozen foods so i've like never seen that many frozen foods and then also seen it be the focal point of the store it's like <laughs> the the person at trader joe's flirted with me I, i'm still hot at 33 that's like the mindset of like the person who shops at trader joe's damn who's the dick now <laughs> me that's yeah. and this is this is uh the boy shoot down any advertisement opportunity with trader joe's well i mean it's part of the appeal people fucking love trader joe's you go in there you get your three dollar yeah, bottle yeah. of malbec that you're going to drink with your cats the cashier gives you a little bit of attention it's a very the soft strip cashier. club experience yeah. like it's a strip club experience except you're going grocery shopping I, I miss it when they all combination used to wear... idea, by the way, Hooters and a grocery store. Like let's, let's style this transaction up. Oh, okay. Right. I, I like this, but grocery it's store all, for I... guys. <laughs> Finally, a grocery store where guys can go. Hey honey, you want to go to the grocery store for the seventh time this week? There's no produce. Instead of, <laughs> instead of, oh, cleaning supplies, it's just an aisle with dude wipes in it. No Windex, <laughs> <laughs> no, no floor cleaner, just dude wipes. <laughs> What would that grocery store be called? Uh, I I don't know. Trader Bros. <laughs> Trader there we go. <laughs> Title of the pod. Um, Zach, what was your uh, Costco experience related to? Dude, Costco on Sundays is like the worst fucking place Hell in the world, earth, man. Hell on earth. We we went we went on we went on Sunday and uh, and uh, the state uh, of the was, year. Oh my god, it was fucking brutal. 
Yeah, I mean, it was couldn't just... go this week. You'd have to boat there. Am I right? Yeah, ba- <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. But hey, Troy, it was. Wait, a you went to Costco and you had to go to Trader Joe's afterward because you couldn't get everything at Costco. Well, that's the worst kind of grocery. You don't trip. need three gallons of chicken tikka masala for your lunch on Tuesday. Uh, speaking speaking of three gallons of chicken tikka masala, I bought like just the most disgusting amount of naan. Like, you know, the like, like the whole, the tub that's like a gallon tub and it's got the little mini nons. Yep. These things are so fucking good, but I I guarantee you they're like so bad for you. Too late. You already ate half of it. I have already eaten half of it. It's a disgusting amount of non, but, um, no, it's just part of a greater, uh, a, a greater phenomenon of grocery store shopping on Sundays. Like why I do it to myself every week. I don't know. But it, it, just fucking, it just fucking, that. it just fucking, I mean, it, it was just a crazy, up, well, I know, I know I have to, I get to get back in shape, I guess. You guys have to go but, together, huh? But, 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 but guess what I did see when I was there, it was Sunday afternoon and I was over by the TVs and I saw IMG beating the shit out of Bishop Sycamore. Oh, so that's oh what piqued gosh. my interest. Oh, there you go. Like the. 80 inch OLED Samsung TV, just like some homeless guy getting the crap beaten out of him by like the future Alabama quarterback. Um, do you, Luke, because you love talking about amnesia things with new stuff, have you noticed like grocery store amnesia as well? In, in addition to chicken amnesia, because yeah, I, I definitely I, noticed it this past weekend. Like there's uh-huh. nothing. I mean, besides the sexy cashiers and the frozen meals for one, I mean, there's nothing like that enticing about a Trader Joe's. That's any different than Kroger or Whole Foods, which would be at like seven of those. One. Yeah. It's a new one. When when the new one opens up in the neighborhood, it's just a celebration that the property values are never going to go down. It's like the community comes together and says, yes, we, it's like a block party for for everyone in in the local town what is the opposite of that because there's an escape room closing a block from my house and i feel like that's really bad news i think those really oversaturated yeah i think i think those had a to do with bill simmons i think they had a moment like 2017 to 2019 they had a moment never want to do an escape room ever again this really shocks me about you toilet you seem like the type of person who would love to get into an enclosed space and pay to not be able to leave (laughs) for an hour yeah seriously what the fuck and do puzzles while you're there no so you can solve a riddle about the enigma codes or something like that i like puzzles and board games i fucking hate riddles stop trying to trick me i don't want to like pay 36 dollars to have to find keys that i don't know where they were put because yeah. of a clue that a prisoner scratched on the wall of like the death chamber where they were a real kept. prisoner mind you <laughs> a real prisoner it's just a prisoner it's of just this system yeah it was just uh it was just greg who is one of the part-time employees who showed up late <laughs> greg uh yeah the there's one that just opened up near me that's called panic with a panic with a q like hypnotic like no. panic with a panic room no it's like, i i love paying to panic it's no. my favorite thing to do no 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 
toilet. I also noticed that the uh, uh, violin store near your house closed. Oh, yeah, that's true. There used to be a music store. Music but, store. Oh, business. my gosh. Is the uh, is that crazy ass? Uh, uh, oh, I hope you can bleep this out. Costume store still there? I don't think we have a costume store. No, 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 no. Um, Oh, I love that this is the month where all the old Circuit Cities become Halloween stores, though. Oh, my gosh. Spirit Halloween is going to have their pick of the litter this year in terms of abandoned retail space. (laughs) Would you like the Macy's on State Street? (laughs) Oh, sad. Dude, I I feel like we should uh, be investing in uh, Spirit now. Airlines or Halloween? Both. Both. Well, but that that's that's actually the like that's actually the thing to do behind the scenes because so with so many uh, retail investors now in stocks, like you have to buy like both the actual company and then like the spinoff of the company or like the fake version of the company because like, people are too Zoom. dumb. Yeah, yeah, people are too dumb to figure out which one's the right one. So like both stocks go up and like the other one is just like a like it's just a, a total arbitrage opportunity. Yeah, Zoom technologies, but not the one that does the video conferencing. Saw like their stock price quintuple in like three <laughs> weeks in March. All right, I know we're trying to keep a tight hour. Is there another? We probably got time for one more deep dive segment we can get into. I've got one. I've got a little food topic. If hit me, we, we can tickle. <laughs> Us. Um, uh, earlier this year, we talked about pop tarts and flavors Fuck of yeah. pop tarts. Um, I'd like to talk today about lunchables and how, over the course of a lunch period, you know, uh, we're going back to school. CPS just started yesterday, and guys, what's a bigger treat than getting a lunchable for lunch? That's like a there is none. That is like as an elementary schooler, you are high on the hog if you get a lunchable. There's Big no training for that shit. Yeah. Um so lunchables has, you know, as uh American tastes have become more sophisticated, expanded their offerings a little bit, and I'd like to share those with some of you if that's okay. Go for it. Um obviously they still have the classics pepperoni pizza the nachos the crackers with the little slices of cold cuts in them uh but we're we're gonna get a little adventurous here how about some lunchables chicken pizza pizza plus chicken is a kid's dream no it's not yes it is according to lunchables it is first of all 13 grams of protein let's get that lunchables let's get Let's get jacked up on 13 grams of protein for lunch. Lunchtime gets mixed up when kids get to combine their two favorites, white meat Oscar Mayer breaded chicken nuggets with the good pizza stuff like Kraft mozzarella cheese, Mm. pizza crust, and sauce. That good pizza stuff. Love that good pizza stuff. Uh, It does come with marinara sauce. I think it would be better if it had barbecue sauce. Yeah, that'd be better. Um, we then, uh, take a trip a little bit, uh, south of the border for some Mexican style chicken tacos. Mm. Tacos aren't just for Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. 
There isn't time for a round trip to Mexico during lunchtime, but there is time for Mexican-style chicken tacos. Mm. Kids is there? Get to, kids get to wrap white meat Oscar Mayer breaded chicken poppers and craft shredded cheese how they want into mini flour tortillas. Their tasty trip comes to an end with churro cookies. Ooh. I didn't realize how many different Lunchables there are. I'm on the website right now, and there's like 300 different Lunchables. By by the way, there's like there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven categories, and then you have like hundreds of subcategories. Yeah, when we were kids, it was pizza, nacho, crackers, and cheese. Well, yeah, now you get Lunchables with drink, Lunchables with 100% juice, Lunchables without drink, Lunchables brunchables, Lunchables with natural meat and cheese. Lunchables uploaded with drink and Lunchable snacks. Lunchable, brunchable. What the fuck is this shit? I'm going to read. <laughs> oh. It's like a breakfast sandwich. I guess Get so. the fuck out of here. Because mm, everybody loves a cold ass breakfast sandwich. Ugh. I think about that. Oh, with a muffin too. Mm. Also, in what mm, situation? A little cup of, little cup of uh, coffee too. A little cup of ice, ice brew. <laughs> There we go. Give kids cold brew before they start the day. Hell yeah. Also, there isn't time. There isn't like a situation where a kid would be able to have a brunchable that like, or where they wouldn't be at home in a Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwich would just be like probably less expensive and a much better experience. Yeah. There isn't breakfast time at school. No, this is. This is a waste of well, a product, un- unless unless you had like fourth period lunch, which was basically breakfast, which is basically brunch. Well, we took a trip south of the border, but perhaps we should explore some Asian cuisine with the Asian style barbecued chicken lunchable. Where are chicken, you finding this? Chicken. Yeah, where are you nuggets? finding this shit? These are lunchables without drink. What about the pizza kebabs? <laughs> pizza kebabs. Fuck, it's, I can't say it's it. Ke- it's kebabbles. You got it the first time. It, it's that's where it's, you- <laughs> pizza and pizza. Hey, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Uh, Asian style barbecue chicken. Chicken nuggets find far east flavor. Kids get to have a taste of a faraway land when they dip white meat Oscar Mayer breaded chicken nuggets into Asian-style barbecue dipping sauce for lunch. When they're done with the main course, they get to top their foreign flavor off with Meiji Hello Panda chocolate. It sounds Hello. like you're. It sounds like you're reading this at like a stockholders meeting, like just giving us an update on the new Lunchables Oscar Mayer brands. <laughs> Hello Panda desserts are fucking amazing, though. Yeah, so... What's that? It's like a cookie with, like, a chocolatey filling. Mm. It's the goat. Oh, oh, I know what these are. Okay, I know. And then, of course, we have to follow the trail of Marco Polo back to Southern Europe, where we find Italian-style chicken say ciao to Italian flavor. Kids are about to take off to Italian-inspired flavor when they pair white meat Oscar Mayer breaded chicken nuggets. These are just different ways to eat chicken nuggets. With Kraft mozzarella cheese and tasty marinara sauce. Chicken nuggets. The lunch doesn't come 
to the lunch doesn't come with an Italian flag, but it does come with green, hey. white, and red chocolate pieces for dessert. This is like you said, just three different ways to eat chicken nuggets for lunch. Don't forget the chicken pizza. That's four. Oh, okay, that, thank you. So, so to, two Italian not, ways. Not mm. to discount the chicken dunks, which is uh, where you dunk chicken in ketchup. Got it. Dunkachino. I'm now Dunk looking forward to having a kid and just having Dunk-a-chino. to serve them chicken nuggets in 400 different ways because that's all they'll eat. Dude, I, are you kidding me? Like, you're going to serve them chicken nuggets, but they're only going to eat like four of them. So you're going to have to like eat the rest of them yourself. <laughs> That'll be me from ages like 35 to 40 is just eating leftover chicken nuggets that have been partially handled by toddlers. <laughs> leftover chicken nuggets, leftover mac and cheese. Leftover cut up hot dog. Leftover <laughs> Asian style barbecue chicken lunchable. Leftover red, white, and uh, green chocolate pieces to represent your Italian nature. Fuck. I'm gonna raise my kid. Fuck. I'm gonna raise my kid like French people do. So I'm gonna spend their entire toddler years drinking their leftover wine. <laughs> uh, that's disgusting, Luke. How did you end up down this rabbit hole? I don't. No, oh, uh, Maddie and I were having an argument about what is the best lunchable. So oh. I mean, we, we can have. Oh, it's this. it's That's definitely it's definitely the turkey and cheese, crackers. Yeah. Uh, what oh, you, you guys just doing? got you just got it very silent. You too. You too. I'd like to make a case for the cold pizza, but I I'm gonna say the pizza. Well, I would. I you know, like nine year old me would probably be in favor of the cold pizza. But not not this one. The the one that sucks the most is the nachos into the, the cold nacho yeah, that cheese. Sucked. That's just yeah. like those. I mean, if you gave your kid that, like, just good luck. They're probably going to grow up to be a serial killer. Like and that that barely fun. constitutes like a snack, let alone a lunch. It doesn't have like the constituent ingredients of a lunch. You'd give them that and a gogurt, and then you covered all the food groups. My God, I I would fucking shit my brains dairy, if I had to have dairy that. and corn. <laughs> Sponsored by the FDA. Have your milk, milk and corn. <laughs> it's just made out of feed corn and not sweet corn. <laughs> Probably. Have you guys ever made yourselves adult lunchables for work? Yeah, dude. That's an absolute classic. What What is this? Just like crackers, cheese, and meat. Like a charcuterie. Uh, Yeah. Mm, mm, Maybe maybe like some grapes or some apple slices or something. Olives, olive bar. Yeah, Luke loves olives. Yep. Salt Uh, bombs. I I love olives. I I that's like the most shocking Mm. thing about you. I think is that you don't like olives. I don't like olives and I don't like Radiohead. These are two shocking things about I don't like Radiohead either. Oh god, you you are you uncultured swine. By the way, speaking of I speaking of olives and stuff, just reminds me. I heard Carmelo Anthony call wine uh, sitting down to have some grapes. I think I'm going to say that now. I'm going to become a grapes guy. Just grapes. Just having yeah. grapes. Yeah, I'll just have it. I'll, I'll have some. I'll have some uh, red grapes. I'll have some grapes. A cup of grapes. Sitting down, having some whole grains. Champagne of beers. <laughs> I actually don't think it's made with whole grains. I think it's just made with like barley and rice. 
Uh, I think yeah. Bud Light is rice. I think I, I think I te- I texted you a picture of it when Katie and I found ourselves at a hot dog stand and they sold pony bottles of uh, Miller Light. It was quite. It was it was very enjoyable. Or or yeah yeah Miller High Life in bottles Life. is one hundred percent better than High Life in cans. Oh, absolutely. Have you ever? Did you? I, they discontinued it, but did you ever have uh, Miller High Life Light? Ugh, no. It was essentially like a seltzer. It was like the predecessor to like seltzer drinks. I think High Life is nasty. <laughs> the first time you were I... you are not coming to my party where there's going to be High Life and Kettle One. Okay. I wish I thought High Life was good because it's very uh, hip to like it, but it's the first beer I shotgunned and I hated it. Frat. I was just Frat. about to say that we were at Reagan's. Kevin brought over a thirty rack of High Life. And yes, we're definitely we first, over 21 at this point. And we were 100% over 21. And he, we were like, let's shotgun these. And we all did. And Toilet, I think you and I both threw up after that. <laughs> I don't think I threw up, but I definitely like drank maybe maybe two-thirds of it. And then I just kind of like let the foam spill I'm, everywhere after that. I'm not little lie. I was doing a I was doing a uh we were doing a case race. Um at the frat one time and we put one of our one of our buddies in charge of bringing the case thinking he was just going to bring a case of like keystones or natty light right because that's like the typical case race case boxer <laughs> boxer red dog no, he uh he came up and he showed up with with uh miller high life and we're like dude like this is no. like the most carbonated beer of all time like this is terrible to, this is terrible to chug. a horrible call if you had to do an adult case race what would you pick Oh, that's a good one. Um, Miller Lite, probably. I'd probably, do Coors Light. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd probably do Coors too, toilet. Yeah. But I'd probably make them like not super cold, but like also not lukewarm, but just like at yeah. a temperature where like right the sweet spot. Yeah, mountains are kind of blue. That did sounds... I ever tell you guys I did a power hour on Memorial Day? Why? How'd that go? It did not Why? go well. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? because we were like talking about how it'd be hilarious to do a power hour and we did the 90s power hour which if you're going to do a power hour is probably the best but did, did you find did you find a playlist for it yeah like if you look up power hour on youtube there's a delightful array of like pre-made power hour lists you no longer need to go to like Number one power hour dot ru dot xxx dot town to like find a computer virus that will allow you to play one song a minute for 60 sec for 60 minutes. Let's uh, make it our life's mission to do a power hour at, in the next year. Or a case do race. a power hour on the podcast. Oh, that'd be perfect. What did you say? Do a power hour what? Power on hour the podcast. Pod. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. I've always thought that'd be a fun podcast idea. And it got shot down just like six guys in a case. I mean, you get to you get to you get to edit it, of course. So this is basically five beers in an hour, right? It comes out between like five or six beers an hour, depending on how heavy you are with the pour. <laughs> do you want you want to do it during the 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 Bears opening opening night game? Oh, definitely no. <laughs> definitely He's... not on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> how about we, how about we shoot for like? Uh, friday or like the day before thanksgiving or something like yes day before thanksgiving 
Oh, speaking of, we should do a cross podcast thing. We should go see UID in uh, Milwaukee. Ooh, cross pod. Cross pod. Have them on our pod and be on their pod. They'll have Absol- us on their pod. Absolutely. They'll come on our pod. Notable, like, widely proliferated podcast guests. Definitely. Yep. I love it. Great plan. Shout out to our uh, number one fan in Ireland, by the way. Yeah. Toy, 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 toy. Shout out. We we see you. We salute you. We saw you listen to every single episode. So either you randomly stumbled on it and fell asleep or you're just enchanted by us. <laughs> either way, we salute you. Oh, shit, man. I left my Spotify playing all night. <laughs> I was trying to find a Midwest podcast and I found you guys instead. Uh, I hate listening to every episode. You guys suck. Hate listen us, all yeah, you hate, Trader li- Joe stands. Hate listen us, all you Trader Joe stands. All the Kyle Fuller stands out there. Fuck you. All all of you fans of Miller High Life, just hate listen to us. Charles Leno Jr.'s family. Fuck you. <laughs> I I would I would do bad things to have Charles Leno Jr. back on this offense. Ryan level. Pace in in core. Fuck you. <laughs> Matt Nagy. Uh, Fuck you. I'm watching this power hour playlist, Luke, and there's a lot of uh photo there's a lot of videos of uh of uh Brett Michaels' butt. Okay, then maybe that's not the one that I saw, but But this is a power hour eighties, nineties, two thousands, and twenty tens. That's a different kind of power. That, that's, that's an hour that's, of power. That's that's, that's that's Brett Michaels power hour, maybe that would be great for us. <laughs> Brett Michaels, come on the pod. All right, fellas, is it time when we're starting inviting any, any other people that any other haters that you'd like to call out toilet? <laughs> um, those are the ones that come to mind. You guys got any haters out there you want to shout out? No, no, bring, bring, bring the haters to your next press conference after your game. There we go. That's right. Scoring right. more points than uh, Bishop Sycamore in the entire season. <laughs> <of the game. laughs> hey, let's go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sycamore. <laughs> Bishop, more like local town priest. More like Suckamore on these.